Live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. A place of our own without a lot of parents peering down our back. Radio worth watching. Hurry up and go, nigga. Yo, shut the fuck up, B. I'm going. Yo, I said go, nigga. I'm going, B. Dad. Yeah, ATS. Grab it, nigga. Hold up, nigga. Hold up, nigga. Fuck that Hold up, Tile off with some Purell. Put that shit back in the Crown Royal bag with the rest of them shit. Okay. Then take okay. your bitch ass across the street to Denny's and get the me a over my hammy. And get okay. yourself nothing on oh, you, okay. nigga. Only reason I ain't gonna kill your ass is cause what's well, good with Freddie Lockhart fit to come on. And I'm trying oh, to hear right? his light-skinned ass, not I'm yours. Not and in the meantime, nigga, learn your Q words without the letter U in them. Well, Key, okay. cat, kin, oh, kiss, oh, what? Nigga, hold on. Cat. Let me get a pin, nigga. Write this shit Kings. down, nigga. Hold on. Sucks. Whack. Burka. Back here. Hold on, nigga. 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 Nigga.
What up, diggers? What's good, motherfuckers? Welcome back to the show that you love, the show that knows a little about a lot. This is What's Good. All the way from Sydney, Australia, China, you know what I'm saying? Niggas be listening out in motherfucking Utah and shit, Mormons and whatnot. You know what I'm hey, saying? Shit. All well, of that, niggas. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Play that shit, nigga. That's real. Yeah. I don't give a fuck where you from, nigga. That's real. Anyhow, I just had a little ghetto moment right there. Sorry, guys. I'm back. Uh, welcome back to What's Good. I am so excited on the show today. We have a very special guest. We have uh, the Josephine Baker of Jokes, the Halle Berry of Ha Ha, the what else can I, what other beautiful black woman can I call you, the uh, let's call you um, I'm just Josephine Eartha Baker. Kid. Eartha, no, 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 Eartha <laughs> Kid. No, no, you don't want to be Eartha Kid. We'll call you the Lena Horn of comedy. Ladies and gentlemen, my very good friend, Miss Candace Thompson. Say hello, Candace. What up, what up? What up, nigga? What up, nigga? There you go, there you go. Feel free to drop the N-bomb on the show. We drop it. What, what, what the purpose on the show is, is I want to take that and devalue the word. So everybody's using it like a space bar. And nobody gets offended by it. That's, uh -huh. that's what we're trying. You, yeah, I heard that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And joining me back again, I want to welcome back the lovely Miss Vicky Peza is back on the program with us. Oh, you know her. Thank you. Uh, this has always been my, she's the Annie Potts to my Ghostbuster. Ghostbusters. <laughs> thank you for calling what's good. Thanks for calling what's good. What's your problem? There's some poop ass niggas try to rob but can't. That's my problem. Well, Fred to the rescue. Join us too, uh, or joining us, we're supposed to be where I am an empty chair, was Willie Hunter. Willie got caught up being a bitch ass nigga, and that will always impede your, your, your flow to wherever you're trying to get get to. So, Willie, good luck being a bitch-ass nigga. Uh, we're going to have my good man Brian Moses fill in for him. And I should have thought of Brian first, because you know what? Brian ain't a bitch-ass nigga. he's reliable. He's reliable. He ain't a bitch-ass nigga. He didn't call talking about, my tummy hurt, nigga. My, my, I got an earache, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Shut up, oh bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm on one today. I've had my more than my fair share of coffee. Also, let's mention our sponsors here at, at uh, What's Good. We have a couple of sponsors now. First one I want to mention is the one you always know, Tuck and Toke. Go to tuckandtoke.com. What Tuck and Toke is? Tuck and Toke is the ability to light your smoke while in the roughest of weather conditions. Don't fight it, ignite it, as they say, Vicky. That's right. If you should be on a ski lift or maybe you're at a windy day in Venice Beach and you're trying to light a bowl. And, and much to your chagrin, the wind is kicking the shit out of you. No, don't go get a Zippo lighter. That's old school. This isn't the 50s. And don't not be high. And don't not be high. Don't be that That's guy either. Insane. If you want to be high, go to see tuckandtoke.com. And they also have buy one, get one free. Mention what's good. Also, one of our other sponsors is Borland, B-R-L-N-D.com. If you see me wearing those shirts with the beard on it that isn't my shirt, it's their shirt. <laughs> and they make fucking awesome shirts. I love their shirts. I wear it out and about all the time. People always ask me, is that you on there? I'm like, no, but it should be new. You know what I'm saying? Everybody should be me. way I see it. Sorry, guys, once again. Um, also, if you're looking to get high and you're in the Studio City area, do not come to my house because I won't share any of mine with you. Go to the Weed. The Wellness Energy Earth Dispensary is at, uh, where do I have that located? 12021 and a half in Boulevard. And remember that half because it's behind the gas station, nigga. It ain't in front of it. It's behind. You got to go behind there and sit. But go there. They got all the specials. They got, uh, tell them Freddie sent you too so I get free shit. Uh, they got all the specials you need. They got all the butter that you know I love. They got all the, uh, the OG if you're an Indica guy. My doctor says sativa. So that's what I go with. Uh, but go there. Visit those guys and tell Dave Warden I said what's up. So without further ado, I'm going to bring in a couple more guests, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I've got two ridiculously handsome funny men who have just shown up. And uh, Clark Gable and it uh, looks like we have uh, uh, Arthur Ashe are joining us, ladies and gentlemen. No, I can't. Here's two of my... 
Two of my very good friends have also entered the podcast late. We have Mr. Brady Matthews. What up, Brady? It's good to be here. Yeah, yeah, say that to there. There you go. Good, th- good to be here. You and smell the, great. And then show that handsome face to the goddamn camera. Look at this face. And it's like, come on. <laughs> uh, no, really? The Freddie Lockhart look. Yeah. And, and then say what's up to Brian Moses. Get your mug in the camera, Brian. Say what up. It's good to be here. Oh, uh, Mr. Smooth. Always saying cool shit like, like Billy D, circa 76. You gotta love fucking Moses. Um, you guys, you, you wanna just stand around like UMTV rap style if you have something clever to say. Yeah, we'll get you hooked up here in a minute. Um, but on today's show, we're going to talk about uh, uh, quite a few things, and I'm glad you guys came here because I've got Candace on, and Candace doesn't watch football, um, which I thank God because I hate it when girls do. To be honest with you, I feel like they're pretending. I really think they are. There's, there, I, I don't want to sound like a sexist pig here, but there's some who really know it, and and but for I the agree. most part, like you know, you'll be people. John Caparillo, my best friend, has one of the funniest jokes I've heard about it, and he's like, you know, if I'm watching football with somebody and they say, uh, "What's the first down?" And it, I, I say, "It means there's another TV in the other room," and that's what it means, and it's like. <laughs> That's the thing. It, it, NFL football, it's like lost. If you don't watch, and you didn't watch last week in, in, in all the previous episodes, I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit there and tutor you on on you know the the fucking the finer points of the game. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what a football is, you know. But you get those girls who will come sit down, watch with you. Who's playing? The Packers? Oh, does Vince Lombardi still coach them? No. The way football looks to me is. It looks like there's two sides that just crash into each other, and that happens repeatedly. I don't understand anything else. And that's what it looks like to somebody, to the non-viewing eye. And and, and to me, if you watch Lost and ever watch it, you would look like this is just a bunch of hairy people following a shadow. And, you know, in the end, maybe it was. But if you're not watching, so that's why when people want to, you know, watch the game with me, I'm like, if you, unless you, you better watch like regularly and be able to speak very intelligently about football, because I'm not explaining dick to you. You know what I mean? I want to watch this game with somebody else who wants to watch the game and shut the fuck up and then high five when something amazing happens, you know? I have had people watch Lost with me that that pull that shit. Oh, it's like don't. Why? It's not acceptable. Yeah, it's like like with me when I get into something. I just got into Breaking Bad after you know years of suggestions, and I wasn't putting it off. I I did it like the wire. It's like okay, if this is the greatest show ever, I have some time set aside and I'm going to get into it. And I've gotten into it, and I can conclude everybody was right. It's about one of the most fantastic shows I've ever ever fucking. You know, I'll be honest with The Wire, though. It didn't hold up with me. I just got it. I just started watching it maybe a week or two ago. What season are you in? And, and how many one. episodes? Season one. And let me tell you about yes, the yes. buildup of season okay, eleven. Of, of season one. I still consider The Wire the greatest cop show ever. Um, the, the season one buildup, it starts so goddamn slow. It's like, too slow. It, it, and Al Magical told me one time, he's like, you know, there's there's people who love The Wire and people who haven't seen The Wire, and that was the best summation of that show because after the maybe four episodes, then you're hooked. All of a sudden, you're hooked. You're speaking like you live in in Baltimore. You know, a, a, everything is. It, and I start speaking like Felicia Snoop Pearson on there. Like oh, she's man. the scariest fucking chick. You haven't gotten to her yet, I don't think. No, That's season. I'm on there. I'm in. Yeah, she's a lesbian. She's got the lesbian thing going on. I'm more. Into Omar, I think Omar's the scariest Omar's the best. in probably yeah. TV history. Well, that's a, he, gay he, and thug. I mean, that's yeah, like, and, and unapologetically gay. Yeah. Um, Candace, you watch Breaking Bad? Oh yes. Do you, are, are you yeah. caught up on it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Did you start watching it from its its inception on pilot? No, I, I had to catch up uh, via DVD because I came in late. But yes, I I got hooked immediately. DVD? What? Somebody selling them at the trunk somewhere <laughs> at the Ralph? <laughs> hey, Candace, come over here. You like? Just trust me, you'll like bootleg it. DVD. It, it was Boone Shakalaka. It was Boone. He sold. Yeah, it. you like <laughs> you like DVDs? A dollar? You can't go wrong. Yeah, you I heard, can't go I wrong. heard he's I, I heard he sold a Final Cut Pro for five dollars, a brand new in the plastic. 
That's the amazing thing. This guy, Boone Shakalaka, who, and that's his name. And, you know, I've known him for so many years, I accept that as his name. I don't even question it. But for years, he has been up at the comedy store selling people his wares. And some of these wares consist of, you know, just a T-shirt or something. But every once in a while, he'll stumble across something he has no idea what it is, like a fucking iPad. He'd be like, do you like shiny glass? <laughs> shiny He'd be like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. Give me $2. Give me 3 Okay, okay, I'll give you 3 He sold me the best pair of Michael Jordan sweatpants I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. He sold them to me for 5 bucks because I love uh, I love the Bulls. I is love it, anything Chicago. Is this a boon? And he it has them. to be. It was great. Well, oh, you bought them for five? Five dollars. Wait, what did you, what did you get for five? Five dollar Michael Jordan sweatpants. They look like nineteen ninety two, brand new <laughs> starter. Michael, and I was like, wow. And I'm a thirty two year old grown ass man. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. What you want? Absolutely. <laughs> he goes, like, what do you want? Like forty bucks? And he goes, how about five dollars? And I was like, yeah, dude. And I got I got money from you. <laughs> I got money from Moses. Oh man, dude. I, I like I've come up. I bought books off of him. I buy all sorts of things off of him. But uh, um, I never came across like I would I would put in orders after a while because I know it's like, well, these are all ill gotten things. I don't care. I'm not going to concern with myself with how he's getting these things, just as long as I get them. But the problem with him is every once in a while you'll find yourself having to buy your own shit back. Because <laughs> remember, Boone is a thief. In, yeah. in, in, in case in point, Dave Taylor one time had to repurchase his iPhone, I believe, from Boone. And totally understood the game, too. Like, look, I've bought a lot of stolen shit off of you. I, it's only fair I buy my own shit back. Let's just keep this business going. We won't say anything. But it, it's, it, it's amazing. He's like Izzel on Friday. He'll just steal from you and have the nerve to say what's up to you the next day. Yeah. It's like, really? Hey, you seen my DVD player? And he writes the craziest stuff, too. Oh, the, oh yeah. Did you that, see this? Yeah, he writes. This was on this. This was written on a seat cushion in an alley. On, Are you <laughs> across, serious? Yes, across from Erewhon on Beverly and Genesee. So, Be so Boone Shakalaka leaves notes around town for people and where uh, they can go, what they can do. They can burn in hell. And he really has something. He has something against Tony Hinchcliffe, apparently. And he's he, been. He hates, he hates him. It's like that movie Beautiful Mind. Yeah. With Russell Crowe. He just writes random what stuff if he in that was room. A genius? I, I mean, I wouldn't. Doubt if it. Boone Shakalaka was a genius, you know, yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, Jamie Foxx movie where he was in, in the slums. What's that? Oh. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 the soloist? Yeah, the about? soloist. Yeah, that, that did well. That did Frederick real well. Douglas hair. Uh, <laughs> oh, slave hair, <laughs> cotton candy hair. The abolitionist. Right At least he knows how to spell biasness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that even a word? Biasness. Biasness? Yeah. I, I, I have to look into that. We'll get one of our nerds to research that. So, so you, you buy, do you buy things off of Boone? No. You don't? No. I'm telling you, you can score some shit off of Boone. I'm yeah. telling you. Just put in an order. That's what you got to do. Look through his catalog. I'm too scared. Yeah, no, no, no. Just don't wear it or eat it. That's all you have to worry about. It's like It a, has to be a technology product. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and tell him, and, and, and the thing is, you have to tell him, because this guy will go steal stuff for you. You have to really crap on the product and make it seem like it's nothing like that crappy iPhone 5. Yeah. <laughs> go find one of those. I'll settle for that. Yeah, you know. Funny. And he'll show up with it. This guy will show up with your shit. I've known him for years, and he's one of these people you know, and you forget that he's so crackheady. And then, like, yeah. you know, my mom will come in town to visit, and I'll see him at a gas station, and I'll be like, hey, Boone. He's like, hey, friend. Yeah. And she's like, is everything okay? How do you know him? And I'm like, oh, it, no, oh. it's just Boone. That's <laughs> like, like, like Bugs from the Wire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's Bubbles from the Wire. Speaking like of. Uh, back to the wire. I saw bubbles from the wire one time. I I never say what's up to celebrities, but it's like fuck yeah, bubbles, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> no, he's great. No more great. Than that. Yeah, that's, that's really they're great. But what I was talking about back to uh, if I'm going to be a good host here, I'm going to circle it back to Breaking Bad. So you you love it, right? Oh yeah. Is it? Your, do you think it's the best show on TV? Um, I'm going to say 
Yes, dramatic. Yes. I'll tell you what I think the success of it is, and I think they all didn't copy. It's just The Sopranos started it. People fell in love with somebody living in the underworld but making it seem okay because now you show that human side of them that shows they have a family. They go grocery shopping. They have wants and desires and dreams and shit. Like Tony Soprano buying groceries. You know what I mean? Like, is this on sale? What is this? Oh, where's the gabagool? You know, it's like (laughs) it made you endeared to this person where it almost for a while makes you – Overlook their things, and that black and white area becomes kind of gray. And then, so it moved from Sopranos. You could, you know, you could say Dexter is a lot like that too, mm-hmm. where yes. you're following a serial killer, but now you know his family. You know, you know, you you're condoning it in a way. But I would never have known anything about meth labs or what went down. I, I, this isn't something I like study or look right. at. Right. When they're smashing the glass and stuff, I'm Googling all this. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. Even, what does it do? Smashing? Yeah. What does it do? You smoke it? Do you taste it? It no looks one, to me, yeah. I still think you're going to put it on your tongue and let it dissolve. That's how uh, unaware I, I am. No but idea. they bring you into this world by, by almost showing you what, how much they are like you. Like, you know what I mean? Like Tony Soprano, it's like he has a wife. They have mm-hmm. marital problems. Same with this. It's like, I can't stand that wife on Breaking Bad. She's oh, such Skyler a Lord. fucking ball breaker. Huge chest, though. And you know what it is? It goes back yeah. to all no, this. That's lactation. Yeah. She's always showing it off. It is. Don't She's been chick- pregnant the whole series. Yeah. <laughs> She's hanging out with a sword. <laughs> She's, that's normal. You know, guy with a sword. Um, but it's like, it's one of these things where you get, you, you, you almost like start to overlook their devious deeds and find yourself, I, I almost find myself not thinking, I can't start a meth lab, but you know, I thought about joining the mafia and then I realized my half blackness would completely make me exempt from that. Um, but you almost start to think like, like you, you put your mind in the underworld like like these people are. Like I really started to like you. I investigate. Well, what would one yeah, do to start a meth snap. lab? People snap, and in the movie or in the show, he snaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there are yeah. days where I'm like, you know what? You just want to flip a fucking table yeah. and snap. That's yeah, what he did. and go out and go out into the middle of the desert and cook. You know? Why not? Yeah, bring on the meth horde. There you go. You know, and, and the other thing too is like when they show these people, it, it, to me it goes back to like the 70s. Everybody in, in the 70s was in love with Charles Bronson and, and Clint Eastwood and, and, you know, all these, you know, guys of the fucking antiheroes. And I think the antiheroes back. Nobody wants to see the, 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 the winner anymore. People want to see the guy breaking the law and, and getting away with it. And I think people like that. And I know yeah. I do. You know, because it's, it's when you watch The Wire, you, you are you were kind of rooting for both the cops and the drug dealers. Definitely. You know, did you ever watch The Wire? No, I've been told I need to, and I'm just going to take watched a, it either. Take a, you know, everyone says off. it's great. It's one of those things where you, it's like you've got a great show you've never seen, so it's like it's almost reason to live still. It's like, oh, cool, at least I have this later on. I, I, I would totally implore you to watch that because it's so good. It's like it makes like Law and Order look like Saved by the Bell. I've said that before. It really is so gritty. You're just like, oh my god, what the fuck? And and Omar, yeah. Once you meet a gay thug, it's over. I mean, but not, not just like he's the scariest man. I mean, on the face of the earth, in like oh three when they came out. They I mean, even have like, like yeah. he's a gay guy, oh, loves dudes, man. makes no fucking bones about. It. I love niggas. I love, no, I love them in a way that like I want to, I want to kiss them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Oh I like god. sideburns. You heard? You know what I'm saying? He would have no idea, too, because he's just, like, he looks like, what, like DMX. He's so thuggy. He like DMX. He's so black, like, you can't tell where his hair starts and his, his scalp begins. Like, you know, like, right. his, he looks like his skin's in cornrows. Like, he's, and then they play this menacing uh, Farmer in the Dell yeah. whistle theme song. He when whistles he, it, actually. Yeah, he whistles the, the Farmer in the Dell theme song. Never. See, I'm, I'm watching Borak Empire. I can't stop. I, you know, I, I'm going to get so into it. Oh, he, is he the is he the black? He's guy on that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Wait, yeah. who does he play like on that? that? He, he plays <laughs> the the, 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 the star. Yeah, the black guy who stars on it. Oh, 
he's Yeah, he's great. great. Isn't he? And he really is gay in real life, too. And he's a, a phenomenal actor. I mean, he's just unbelievable. And that's what they did on The Wires. They use all these people who are, like, real criminals. Um, inside information. Uh, he's playing uh, ODB in, his, uh, in the ODB biopic. Oh, word? Yeah. But who's going to play Big Baby Jesus? Who's going to play Osiris? Who's going to play... He's playing old. <laughs> oh, cool. That's really cool. I, I would... He's going to have to... Does old, old Dirty Bastard deserve a Yeah, does he deserve a biopic? Yes. That's, the greatest, that's the greatest yeah. soul singer this side of uh, James Brown. I, and the only reason I say that is, hey, doesn't everybody OD, know his story? ODB is, is one of the greatest yeah, soul singers in history. Oh, baby, I like it raw. You're, 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 not, you're not far <laughs> off base in that he actually was an accomplished musician and could play several instruments. Thank that's you. absolutely true. Um, and, and I think he could play an instrument for every illegitimate child he had. I was going to say he had at least 11. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I heard and then all throughout the string welfare. section, yeah. yeah. Remember that MTV episode where they were going to get his welfare check? Yeah, a limo. In the limo. Yeah, in the limo, y'all. Shit. Oh, man. Anyway, what are you going to do? Let's talk about something else. Um, I wanted to talk quickly about what happened last night on Monday Night Football. And the only reason being is because something extraordinary happened. Mm. Like, I don't care who you're a fan of. Should I sing like Faith Hill now? Why does she have to? Why does she get to sing that? Would you ever recognize a song of hers ever? Please get rid of her. Yeah, tell her to tell her to go away. But last night on Monday Night Football, two teams went at it. Here's the short of it: Uh, the Green Bay Packers were uh, 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 playing the uh, uh, what was happening? The Seattle Seahawks. I forget that since Brian Bosworth, they haven't been mentioning (laughs) to me. Or Eric Dickerson. Yeah. but they played last night, and the controversial call at the end of the game, and I was saying this, these, they have these NFL replacement referees right now, uh, as you guys know, and they're doing a really bad job. They're scabs, basically, and they're, they're doing an awful job. And they, they botched the call last night determining yeah. the game. And what, who I feel the most sorry for is not the Green Bay Packers, but the people who had their fantasy football determined by that and are end up going to losing money on that. What did you guys think about that? Did you, uh, I mean, I, I was an interception in the end zone. Like Jennings had the ball. I almost feel I like... Saw, like I, everyone saw it. I was like, I mean, even Moses was like, oh, the game's over. It's an interception. I was like, dude, yeah, it's over. I, a touchdown. I was like, what? There's no way it's a touchdown. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I was I was watching alone, so I had to tell my, my Jack Russell Terrier, she's just doing this one and shit, but yeah. I'm like, you, I'm like, this doesn't happen. Yeah. This this isn't normal. And she just wasn't like that. I mean, dude, was, but, it, was it awesome? I mean, if it was my team and the Bears... Beat the Packers that yeah. way. I mean, it, yeah, that's great. Yeah, let me know if you got screwed in fantasy football about that because I really think you should send something to your commissioner of your league and demand that you get compensated for that. Uh, also, like I heard in Vegas, they lost like it was the biggest margin of money that was lost in terms of like oh yeah the line. Yeah, because now they're, they're fucking screwed, like fifty million dollars. Those like scabs are playing oh, with people's fucking money now. But you know what? Killed out there. They're, they're, yeah, people are gonna get killed out there. It's it's a damn harsh game out there. You niggas is gonna get hurt. That's my Danny Glover describing how hard things is. Because he's always, it always sounds like he's just had a real hard day out in the field. Show is hot today. It gets real hot out there. It's a dry heat, though. Kansas. That's right. It's a real, you ever seen Grand Canyon? We, we only go to the Grand Canyon in the last scene of that movie. I always thought that was weird. I'm too old for this shit. Transitioning right. now, let's talk about Miley Cyrus. Not, not her. She met Miley Cyrus. She ran into Flavor Flav the other day. Miley Cyrus did it. And uh, why, I don't know. They were at some the iHeart Music Festival, I think. And Flavor Flav was convinced that she was uh, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, boy. Yeah, and kept calling her Gwen, like, and she wouldn't didn't correct him because it's like in his world, well, what's the difference, you know? Right. He, he's just like, hey, is what is a white girl? I don't care. I'm gonna, you know, say whatever. 
But she was actually pretty gracious about it. And I don't think, I think that's a detriment to Gwen Stefani, who's fucking adorable. And yeah. I think Miley Cyrus looks like. But you know Miley's got that crazy hair now, right? Yeah, she went oh, with. Right, that's why. That's yeah, why. the blonde shade. Oh, like, uh, like, uh, oh. the Billie Jean story, that movie. I, I dated a girl that had hair like that. Well, I don't mind short hair on some oh, girls. Okay. It's, it, 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 it's whatever. But the fact is, she has a face that looks like it's stuck in a screen door. Yeah. Right. And somebody's <laughs> trying to push their way through. <laughs> you know. What if guys are into that, though? Hey, if that's if you're in a smush face, that's you know, your that thing. You know that beat up screen door face, you know <laughs> that real tired look, like like you've been out in the fields all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go on and happy laughs about slavery, y'all. It ain't funny. Oh God, Mr. Freeman. Yeah, I know. I love it. Is hilarious slavery. I think sometimes with slavery, I think it's almost funny that like not one person was like, "Don't you guys think this is kind of fucked up?" You know, like a little bit. Like not one dude was like, "Yeah." It's like no. Yeah, it's like no, everything's totally, oh, everything's totally cool. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna leave you guys with, not leave you guys, but I'm gonna give you guys a quick uh, TNT radio sketch here that uh, I found. It, apparently, Tuck and Toka's been out a lot longer than I've known. They've been around since the 1920s. This is news to me. I, I you know, back when reefer was illegal, even. Why sure, not? smoke your reefer out in public. Nobody's gonna catch you. Yeah, Tuck and Toka, my sponsor. I thought they were an upstart, brand new company. That's why I was helping them out. Did a little research. Turns out they've been around for a long time. Go ahead and check this out. That's good. With Freddie Lockhart, is brought to you by. Tuck and Tuck. Don't fight it, ignite it. On today's episode of Reefa 911, a frantic call comes into headquarters. Marvell, what's your connection, please? Uh, let me get TNT 420, please. 10 cents, please. Tuck and Tuck, let us stoke your smoke. What's your emergency? Now listen here, Sally. I'm in a bit of a pickle and I haven't got time for idle chit-chat, see? I'm hanging outside of the Swingin' Jazz Club in Chicago called the Rumble. You ever heard of it? Chicago? Sure, I've heard of it. My cousin's been there. She says the buildings are so tall that if you Put a lid on it, to... Sally. Your cousin's a loose flapper who turns tricks for penny whistles. As I was saying, I'm outside of the Swingin' Jazz Club and a young new fella named Charlie Parker's about to take the stage. Now, I've got a satchel full of giggle lettuce, I've got a Zippo lighter, and I've got a Jones like an Irishman after last call. But I tell you, Sally, here's my quandary. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart. Or just go to SodaStream.com. Gift-giving can be stressful. Birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, and the list goes on. Don't let your next special date sneak up and catch you unprepared. You're just a click away from the perfect gift at RedEnvelope.com. RedEnvelope.com has always been the place online to find extraordinary, one-of-a-kind gifts. But now it's even better with hundreds of amazing gifts. Whether it's cool gadgets or awesome sports stuff for him or a customized piece of jewelry for her, you'll find it all at RedEnvelope.com. Fast, easy, and perfect. What more could you ask for? How about 20% off everything plus our signature red gift box free okay done just go to redenvelope.com and enter promotion code hurry at checkout no one needs to know how easy it was for you to find such a great gift that's our little secret you can even schedule that special gift delivery weeks in advance but hurry this deal won't last forever so go to redenvelope.com right now and enter promotion code hurry at checkout to get 20 percent off everything plus our signature red gift box free go to redenvelope.com code hurry that's redenvelope.com promo code hurry my mum always says hard work never hurt anybody. Good advice, as usual. So we worked very hard to make Geico.com very easy. Say you want to report a claim and follow its progress. You can do it all online at Geico.com. 
Not to mention perhaps saving a tidy sum of money on your car insurance. All it takes is a few clicks. So visit Geico.com today. Oh, and Mum, if you're listening, yes, I did wash behind my ears this morning. Stop just dreaming about a brighter future. Go after it. If you're a technical thinker with the ambition to pursue your education, look to a leader in technology education. ITT Technical Institute. Call 1-800-741-5123. ITT Tech teaches skills and knowledge that can be used to pursue entry-level careers in our technology-driven culture. And ITT Tech is geared towards helping students pursue their goals. Instruction is designed to include practical, hands-on applications. For most full-time students, classes meet just three days a week, which can help make it easier for you to work and meet the other demands of life. Would pursuing a technology-related education align with your personal goals? Then call for an ITT Tech brochure at 1-800-741-5123. Call ITT Tech at 1-800-741-5123. Classes are forming now, so call ITT Tech, 1-800-741-5123. The food in your grocery store comes with an expiration date, but the hard drive in your computer doesn't. Without warning, your computer could crash and you could lose your files forever. Are your files backed up right now and ready to survive a crash? They will be if you have automatic online backup from Carbonite. Plans for home and small business start at just $59 a year. Start your free trial at Carbonite.com with offer code PROTECT and get two bonus months with purchase. Carbonite.com. Offer code PROTECT. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Welcome back to the program. I've got a uh, few guests in here with me today. If you guys remember, I started from, uh, we started with uh, the lovely Candace Thompson, but we got taken over by the two jokers of, of the fucking comedy store basketball team, um, Mr. Moses. <laughs> Mr. Moses and Mr. Matthews, who are over here questioning uh, Miss Candace's blackness, yeah. which I don't appreciate as a light-skinned brother. See, what happens is people make assumptions about what we are because you know what happened is they say, you're not like the blacks I've seen on television. Mm -hmm. Explain. Mm -hmm. That's what they're saying. Isn't it? That's my life. Isn't your life? That's my life. Explain like to me like so what your racial makeup is. I already know it, but I want to I want everybody else to know it, and I want to make sure they can see your lovely face too, and you can um, see exactly what she looks like. Which, uh, the there you go. Light yeah. The plate. Yeah. This uh, is the right skinned show today. <laughs> light skin. Yeah. <laughs> right skin. We right skin. I just lost fifty followers. No, I know. There you go. <laughs> you ain't coming to the barbecue, Candace, and don't come to Taste of Chicago when you hear. Y'all didn't invite me anyway. Yeah, I know. Uh, so explain. Go ahead, Harlem Renaissance. Yeah, both my parents are actually black and Native American. That's awesome. Yeah, there's some whites sprinkled in there somewhere, but there are no currently no white people in my family. So right. I've, I've never met any white people in my family. So. That sounds so hateful when you say it like that. White people. <laughs> <laughs> and and as far as you like the way you receive it, I always find this with with the way I'm received by black people. Black people always understand exactly what I am. They have a cousin that looks like me. Right. They get oh, it. Oh yeah. They don't need explaining. But white people are always shocked. They'll they'll go Puerto Rican. And they'll go down the, the line just straight yes. up white too right you know and, and i think the reality is people see in you what they, they themselves they want to see themselves in you so if somebody sees you they'll be like well you know it's similar nose i'm like well you know we're alike but i you know when you told me you were full black i wasn't surprised about it i wasn't like oh my god how's that possible you know it's like nobody over here in america is 100 percent black Anything, but right. both your parents would both be stopped by the ku klux klan and asked to put the rope around their neck <laughs> 
that's just a fact. And it's like when people, when Obama got elected, people are like, well, he's only half white, half black. I'm like, look at the other 43 presidents and let's play one of these things as not like the other. Right. You know, right. because if he is out walking around the Ku Klux Klan's on a ride, he's going to be like, uh, take this off me. I, I, I'm half white. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Then you know that it's like no, you're gonna you're gonna hang quicker. But uh, interesting that you have uh, um, that both your parents have an Indian and black mix. I mean, when they found each other, they must be like nigga, what? It was soulmates. It they just, had to be. It had to be. Yeah, there's no other explanation. The two most oppressed races. When did they meet? They met. Uh, my mom moved to New York from Virginia when she was 19, mm -hmm. um, and my dad, as yes, she was, <laughs> she was going up there to be free. The Underground Railroad. Yes, she was trying to be free. Okay. <laughs> She escaped. Yeah. She and, was one uh, of them reading niggas, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard about them. I didn't like her kind, yeah. so she had to flee. And, she, yeah, she went to New York when she was 19. And my dad is a Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn native. And yes. they met, at, I believe, in his in building. Does he, what? Does he know most Defer Jay-Z? The Bedford-Stuyvesant no. scenario was actually not founded by him. It was actually about 200 years before that. Really? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. All I know, all I Look who just got schooled. Guess who got got, nigga? Pick up your motherfucking lid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit's all bloody and whatnot. You look like a dead nigga. That's where it is bond. Let Candace finish the fuck she was saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, nigga? That's real talk. She's talking about her parents, nigga. Shut up. Yeah, shut up when I'm talking about my folks. Anyway, please continue. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, no, they met when, I, I believe, in our office building. My mom and my dad worked in the same uh, building, and then that's, yeah. That's what did they do? At first sight. My dad, he I'll currently works. Shut up, Nick. Service industry, what they No manual labor for, for the Thompsons. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then. Well, we're somewhere in the Hamptons. We're what we call what you might call the uppity Negro. Oh, you guys are bougie. We're bougie. We're, yeah, yes. we're, yeah, we are. You're bougie. Like the Huxtables. We're, we're, I, I come from a bougie family too. I believe that's French for hasn't been to jail. Is what, <laughs> so that's that's good to know. Um, but uh, the good thing the good thing about being that though is when you it, it's kind of like I find I'm almost a black spy at times because I hear some awful shit being said by people and they don't know you're and they around. Don't know. And then when they find out, they play this one. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like, oh, I'll let it go. It's cool that mm -hmm. you threw that hard R into that nigger while you were singing it. It's right. like, wow, okay. This is one one time I was talking to this woman um, at one of my jobs, like first when I was first out of college, and uh, she found out that I was black, and she goes, "I didn't know you were black, but you're so pretty." Oh my god. Oh. Uh, What'd you say? Couldn't strip anymore after that? She kicked you off the pole. Uh, you said you were in school, right? I'm just a lot of girls do that when they go through school. Did you not hear that I said we were uppity Negroes? I can, I can. For those of you who don't know, if you My can hear that mean mug, for. I can hear her mean mugging him from here. I can hear her giving. You that, heard the stank. Yeah, I could hear him just giving that stare. I was like, niggas listening to their podcasts. Their iPods are gonna hear that shit. I can't see, but I feel like she's staring him down. That nigga gonna get dealt with. Yes, she's very attractive. We've we've established that. You could be a video girl. Yeah, you could be a video girl. You know what? She's not. My other option. It was either comedy or video ho. Okay. I was torn from. But you know what? There's still plenty of time to be a video because one thing you have is black don't crack. So you could still play a high school kid. Realistically, you really could. Why? Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, at a high school reunion. Oh, no, 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 no. See, I didn't come. I didn't come on here. Oh, no, no, not that laugh. That always works too. Mocking somebody. That always works. I gotta tell you. I was a little offended by the hoo-hoo. I was like, fuck, she got me back right away. Um, so how long have your parents been married, though? Oh, gosh, 36? 
or 30, 36 years. You are the Hoxtables. Yeah. I know, and they are so in love. That is amazing. It's, it's sickening. And do you have siblings? I have one sister. Yeah? Older or younger? She's older. She's almost two, two years older than me. And what does she do for a living? Um, she works for Procter & Gamble. Wow, what? you guys are all accomplished niggas. You upset? Yes. Y'all niggas be reading and whatnot. <laughs> These niggas be thinking, watching the news, son. Them niggas is for real. For real. You know I, I read what, nigga? I read a sign that said LA County Men's Jail. Nigga, welcome. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, man. I love that your parents have been. So you must be a true believer in love, relationships, and been holding out for the right thing because you have actually. That's been shown yes and that's my problem i talk about it on stage about how hard it is for me to date because i have a great father yeah well you have being black and even knowing your father is a, is a huge a asset huge, but right. yeah yeah right, right. It's yeah territory it, it really is it's like the the the, the presence of the, the black father is is uh, you know unfortunately gone i was lucky enough to have mine and he was a strict ass get up nigga get up <laughs> It's just like, the fuck, man? But now, as an adult, I love it. I'm out there doing yard work. I never sleep past 9 a.m. I'm like, well, Dad wouldn't want to, you know. It's like I get busy because of him. But it's it's funny. It's different. It's a different dichotomy with black fathers and white fathers. And and, and if you have a black father, and I found most that stuck around are pretty strict. Now, you're a, you're, you're a girl, I'm so a girl. you're probably, right. I'm sure you got whatever, whatever candy wants, candy Daddy's gets. Girl. Yeah, I bet you every. I still do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> When you come home, welcome back to the house, my favorite daughter. She's coming. She's she's going to college out there doing her thing at the comedy store telling jokes. They're all original jokes, too. I love what she's doing over there. You know, I was always pissed when the Cosby Show came on. Um, I was four in 1983, and, and I think it was its first year. And I loved it right away. But my, my bedtime was like seven because I was a little weak-ass nigga. You upset? I had to go to bed early and whatnot. So it was like 7 p.m., and I could hear my parents down there fucking howling at it. And I was like, I will howl too, nigga. I'll be in my underwear with shit. Fuck them niggas. I used to always cuss my dad out behind his back. Fuck that dick. Fuck that dick, me. Fuck that dick. Every time Candace comes around, I hear I hear this, uh, that one, uh, what's the song? The, uh, Which one? Tenderoni? What's, no, 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 the other one. Close enough. Candy Girl. Oh, yeah. Is that your life's theme song? Uh, it's got to be. It's a great song. It's one of those where it's like, uh, like every time you, I know you're coming around. Yeah. Oh, there it is. You are my world. You're so sweet. And all they did was take Jackson 5 songs and shred them up, you know what I mean? But they did it right, uh, and they all had tight fades, too. I used to be, I, I would think I was texting you uh, last week that I wanted to be in a, a black boy band. Oh, yes. Yeah, I when, remember that when I was younger. Was. I wanted to be a new addition, but then when a ABC came out, another bad creation, that's why I was like, oh, fuck what yeah. you heard, I'm going to roll with damn niggas. Aisha. You know what I'm saying? They got go-karts, diggy, they were in the clothes backwards, B. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hanging out at, hanging out at the fair and whatnot, at bitches. At the playground. Yeah. You fuck, know? Dope, dope part lines that, 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 yeah. that start here and go all the way behind the ear. And I remember that, that at the playground. It's to the Mizark, chilling in the Pizark. I got a break because my mother said, be home by dessert. I mean, oh, niggas yeah, rapping about yeah. dessert. Yeah. You know what I mean? And here's a little trivia for you is everybody credits Snoop Dogg with that izzle for shizzle, rizzle talk. Yeah, um, but there's two people who did it before him. There's a rapper out of Philadelphia doing some school rap in the 70s. And then also... Uh, him and another bad creation. It's to the Mizark chilling in the Pizark. I got a break because my mother said be home by Dizark. Right. And that no was 1990. That. Nobody remembers that. Big Snoop Dogg came along and was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. shizzy. Oh, shit. Frizzy. Yeah. 
getting busy, getting dizzy, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Brett, uh, you told me a story one time when you actually got high with Snoop Dogg. I did get high with Snoop Dogg and one time. Freestyling. And, and, and it was an amazing experience because it's like one of those moments in life where you want to get high with certain people. It's like, you know, Cheech and Chong, all those guys. Uh, my buddy Scotty G was lucky enough to get high with Cheech and Chong. But I got high with Snoop Dogg one time behind the comedy store. And not only did we get high, we had a nice freestyle rap session because, you know, I love to freestyle. And, <laughs> could you keep up, though? Could you keep up, Fred? Could he keep up was oh, the question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think, I think Mr. Calvin Brodus got chewed up that night. And, 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 he was going on. He, he couldn't even get it going. But the, the greatest thing about that, and I've actually told this story on here before, but it's always worth telling again was not only did I get to meet him that night after we were smoking a little bit, guess who showed up? None other than the Bishop Re Reverend Don Magic Juan. And, and not only did he show up, he showed Church. up in the back alley and he was introduced by Snoop Dogg to me, Rick Ingram and Snoop Dogg are standing there, but he still felt it, you know, necessary to make a formal introduction for the world's most notorious pimp. So Mr. Don Magic Juan gets out of the green uh, Phantom, I think, uh, Rolls Royce Phantom, yeah. and walks over there in an emerald green suit and was like, what's up, niggas? And after, you know, Snoop gives him this, and the one and only has a rhyme for it. He's, he's a pimp hand. He's the man. He's back here at the comedy store kicking it by the garbage can. It's my <laughs> one and only. You know, Mr. Bishop, Reverend, Don Magic Juan. And then he came out, and I swear to God, like, mist came up. Like, <laughs> you know, I think it was just dope smoke, a little bit of leftover dope smoke, but he came back, and he's like, blessings, y'all, blessings. I was like, me and Rick were like, holy yeah, fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, Royalty, yeah. Yeah, we're like being blessed, and, but, you know, and then we all get into like a little, like, he trying to, he provides a little bit of a beat, yeah, you know, but he's not really into it, and then Snoop's like, I pick up the phone. And I dialed the telephone. I was like, nigga, please. I was like, Snoop, use a joke, nigga. Use broke, nigga. Like, we just started going back at him and me and Rick did. And he was getting so high on our way. He's like, you shit's getting me high. And then all of a sudden, he calls somebody on his cell phone. It was the funniest thing to see this happen to Snoop Dogg. He calls somebody. He's like, yeah. They're like, hello? He's like, yeah. He's like, they're like, who is this? He's like, nigga. This is Snoop Doggy Dog calling yo ass. And they're like, no, it isn't. Come on. Who is it? And this is like the guy was getting no respect. None at all at the comedy store. But we do love. <laughs> Snoop's great, too, because he's, he's on his own time. He's just such a great, like, he's one of these people that have transcended, like, rap. Like, it's, it's funny when you think about people like Queen Latifah and you think about, um, him or if you think about ice tea like these people who have just like had these amazing careers when they never really well snoop had a great music career but ice tea's music career wasn't anything to brag about yeah, it's really and, weird. and, and nor was uh queen latifah's i never thought so i liked you and ity when i was like yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was our yeah. only hit though right but if you ask me i'm i'm a through and through a fucking uh but it's funny with Ice T and Law and Order. You never ever would have thought. And, and you know what did that was that, like was that it was that it was that breakout role in um, Tres or uh, New Jack City. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, he, he was just so awesome in that. But um, you know, there's there's certain people that just just last through time, and it's just it's fucking amazing to me that Queen Latifah is now she's an Academy Award winning. You yeah, know, uh, it's like. Common even hits on her. I just movie, after like, a while though, my only gripe with these with these rappers is like, you know what? Pick up a real name at this point. You know what I mean? You're, 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 or go by <laughs> go by King Latifah, which you should be going by. Oh. No. King Kong. Yeah, 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 yeah. King Kong, nigga. Yeah, that's real talk. You're shitting on that nigga like that. But it happens though. It's funny which rappers turn out to be like like most Steph. He's a pretty good actor, you know. I, oh, yeah. I, I like him. Most rappers are good actors. Well, he said he was an actor before. He was a rapper. Yeah, I was the actor before I was the rapper. So was though, Pac, you so know, Pac, was like a, Pac was a fucking was a great actor. Yeah, he was a theater yeah. student. In Nobody high scares me more than Pac and Juice, man. What's up, partner? I'm like nothing, nothing's up. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, I believed that he just got done killing yeah. someone. I know he was yeah, the right. real fucking deal, man. He was so now goddamn you got the scary. Juice, son. Yeah, you got the juice now. 
Yo, man, I want no trouble, man. Why you coming after me, man? Uh, he made me cry. He was showing up on the other side of that locker. I always said at, at, at Tupac Lived, I think he would have stopped rapping and become an Oscar award-winning actor, and him and I would probably make films together, you know what I'm saying, hang out. And just, probably would have happened. What's yeah. up with Fredro Starr? Why is he still so gangster? Fredro Starr? Uh, from Onyx? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I used to come home from uh, my last time I had a day job and watch his show where he the dance 360. Remember that one? The, uh, Moesha? No, 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 not Moesha. <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved me some Moesha, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with the bald head that looks like he's in the wire. Yeah. Blah, 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 it gets worse. They're all got bald heads though. It's him and Sticky Fingers on both heads. They, 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 um, well, one of them, let's see, Sticky Sticky Fingers was on Moesha, I believe. No, no, no. Oh, no, Fred Rostar was on Moesha. Sticky Fingers, actually, rather, he was the one who hosts Dance 360. You guys don't remember this? It was this horrible dance studio, and these people, it was just like the end of Def Comedy Jam. People come out and dance, but they're dancing real aggressively, you know? And it's like they're mad. Like, yeah. That's crumping. Yeah. That's just crumping. And it was very O3, so it probably was crumping. They were probably getting crump with it, as the kids was hot, yeah. I don't know anything about Trump, but this Charleston's really going to go somewhere. <laughs> you know, I was watching uh, the other night. I was I get on Netflix and I'm like, "What movie do I want to watch?" And for some reason, I act like my time's precious. Like, if I choose this movie, then you know a lot of people are going to die, and it better be a really good movie. I'm like, I got so much fucking time on my hands, just fucking pick one. But I can't. I'll go through and be like, "No, I can't because of this. Can't because of that." I finally watched The Lincoln Lawyer per my manager's oh, yeah. uh, uh, request the other day, and I actually liked it. And I was shocked because it had a kick-ass fucking music score in it. Did you see it? I did see it. It had an amazing music score. It like opened up with EPMD. I was like, nigga, what's the fuck? <laughs> EPMD? He ends where he's like, now pitch that girl. Why? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. He got me. And I always hated Ryan Phillippe. I always hate him. He's a good actor and he makes me hate him. And he's good at making me hate him. Every movie, I'm like, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't like him. He just reminds me like, if, like he's just a white boy. You know what I mean? That's like Drexel from True Romance. What's up? It must have been white boy day. <laughs> Coming in here like you, Charlie Bronson. Oh, they try to put him in comedies. You're like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, come on, Phil. He just looks like some whiny skull and bones bitch ass who's just like, my dad's going to get me out of trouble. Not this time, Witterson says. Not going to happen. Say, man, you got a joint? <laughs> Too bad because you're going to the joint. Oh, yeah. get him, McConaughey. All right. That's what I love about these felons, man. Put them away and they stay there forever. Yeah, do yourself a favor, watch that. But also, I've been watching the 30 for 30 uh, ESPN things, which are pretty good as well. Yeah, those are fun. And, and if you're not a sports fan, these are all worth watching. And one of the best ones is the Magic Johnson one, the, the announcement. Did you guys see that? Great. That one's real great. Do you, did, did you hear Magic came down with, with um, acquired immunodeficiency syndrome? <laughs> when? Actually, he doesn't have acquired immunodeficiency Wait. syndrome. He has human immunodeficiency virus. I, I stand corrected. Yeah, yeah. He has yet to develop the acquired the immunodeficiency syndrome. Uh, human immunodeficiency virus, yeah. HIV. Oh, okay. yeah, an acquired immunodeficiency they syndrome. They call it that. Yeah. Is AIDS. <laughs> when it first came out, when it broke, uh, when it dropped back in '81, it was called GRID, gay-related immunodeficiency. Yeah. Little not too correct there. Little yeah. mean. Little Jesus. mean. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Gay but, cancer, right? That's what they called it. Uh, um, they called it the gay cancer. It was an awful thing, and they wouldn't. Reagan wouldn't even say the word AIDS till that nigga caught it. Oh. oh. <laughs> Shell dope in the alley. Ah. I know. I just wanted to throw in another one. Um, but to, what was I talking about? Eight. Uh, but that one is worth watching. If you haven't watched the Thirty for Thirties, do yourself a favor and start with the announcement, the Magic Johnson one. You guys, any movie recommendations you've seen? Oh, man. And you know, Recently. niggas got cable. Recently. Yeah, yeah I'm, all over, I'm all over that Netflix. Any movies? What's your favorite movie, Candace? 
Oh, comedic? It's uh, coming to America. That's so good. It holds up so well. <laughs> it's my good favorite ones. movie. It holds up so well. It's, I have to. I don't know why. It's brilliant. Yeah. It, it never gets. I could watch it every week. It holds up so goddamn well. It's yeah. so good. Everything about it is just perfect. Um, I just watched it again recently, and what's crazy to me is how those guys look the same now. Like it they doesn't. Aged. Yeah. Yeah. Black yeah black, hasn't aged at all. Yeah. Black. Doesn't he have HIV too, or didn't he give it to Magic or something? No, I think he. Oh, so, I think he traded it on eBay. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Oh, boom! Yeah. Right. Sold it. Boom! Sold the HIV. Yeah. He, he traded it for Hep C. <laughs> um, he supported his charity on The Apprentice. Yeah, that's right. He was. He was all for Magic's charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're still they're still uh, best friends. I think he used to say he was Eddie Murphy's best friend until Eddie Murphy's like, "Stop saying that shit, man! Right. Please, <laughs> stop saying that." Uh, but yeah, I love coming to America. You know what the funny thing though is, I don't like comedies as a comedian. I can't stand comedies now. I haven't watched. I've never there's seen no, The Hangover. There's no good ones. I, I just now. can't watch them. And there are even yeah. if they're good, I'm still like, oh, that was funny. That was good. I like dark dramas. I like, you know, like a lot of people are gonna die, and people you don't think are gonna die are gonna die. Like I want to be sad. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you that Borbeck Empire watched that. Yeah, it, it's you I know mean, what? I'm getting you, into have you seen it. Seen it? No, I, I'm gonna get into it I'm pre- the tonight. First, the first. Couple episodes, right? It gets. Uh, Come on, man. Microphone's drunk. Well, Barry was just like, "Fuck this story." Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. Like, Freddie, I'm telling you, the first two episodes. Yeah. Or like the first season, you're like, "This is slow as fuck." It's a period piece, though, right? It's a period piece. Good period piece. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Prohibition days. Sure. Cool. Yeah. So, Read so much about it. Sure, back when the hooch was illegal. Yeah. You're not allowed to do any drinking around here, friend. Like Have all the cocaine you want, but the booze, no, sir. <laughs> what a fucked up time that was. I think uh, should uh, Obama get reelected or some other president come along? That Somebody's got to end this bullshit and just make it legal. People, niggas need to quit tripping already, you know what I'm saying? And you need to do your work out there. I know my man No Susquehanna on Twitter is out there doing his work to make yeah, this shit legal. Uh, isn't he Hi, the best? Jason. I think yeah, watching Jason. Him. Good for you, Jason. And, and big ups to people watching on your PlayStation, too. If you're watching on your PlayStation, prove it, and I'll send you a T-shirt. Um, and don't forget to go to my website, freddylockhart.com. Get yourself a T-shirt. Get, get a baby bib. Get a mug, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Get a fly swatter. You know what I'm saying? I got a jack baby. set. Get a free baby, nigga. I'm selling, <laughs> I'm selling uh, uh, Thai babies right now. They're, they're really <laughs> popular. They're really popular. They're, they're, they're some of the most popular of the Southeast Muay Asian babies. <laughs> Muay Thai babies. You I've have got to Muay buy Thai. a lot, though, to qualify to get. We don't just ship babies to every order. Well, no, you yeah. It's like you have to put them in a special box yeah. with the air holes in it, you know, the whole nine. So, um, And then when it arrives to you, too, it's like, you, you know, it's going to be a little dirty, a lot of shit, a lot of pee. Yeah. But what are you going to do about that? Hey, what's the best baby, though? What's the best baby? Like, like race wise, if we can go. If we can Asian babies are pretty popular, are pretty, and, and, yeah. and and I love little black girls. They're the cute. They're really? so fucking cute. They're you know what I notice? Like white girls like white girls love little black babies. Oh, they do. They're they love adorable. it. Love, See, right? But, yeah, they do. You know when uh, they're darling. Yeah. When when my sister and I were babies, like people used to gather and pick us up. Be like, what is it? Because we were, you know, it was like the seventies. They didn't yeah. seem there wasn't a whole lot of this going on on purpose. Right. You know, um, not voluntarily at least. So. Uh, They'd have to explain what we were, but my sister, it was funny, I got like really good hair, like the big springy curls, but my sister got slave Freddy. hair. We know yeah. Freddie. Y'all see my hair? hair. She got yeah. slave hair. Now she has great hair. She knows how, there's, there's hair technology for it. Um, good hair. But uh, there's hair technology, but she, you know, I always had that nice wavy shit looking like fucking, uh, you know, Billy D. Shore, yeah. yeah, you know, I was just holding it down, but she had that, that she had MC light hair for a while, <laughs> like the two ton, the, the, the mushroom going and all that. <laughs> she would bend over and it would bend, uh, it was a whole, it was a mess. 
But she finally days. she finally got her her hair taken care of. My sister blossomed late. That's what it was. Have you met you met my sister, didn't you? She's really pretty. Like she was awkward in high school. She was gangly and tall and you know, had that broken cotton candy hair okay. and all that shit. But she found hair technology that was able to save her slave hair. Hair technology. Was it is it coconut oil? Is that what's going on? Coconut oil is the shit. It yeah. really is. I'm Look at your hair, Candace. I mean that shit's amazing. You my baby yeah, right you now. got that nice baby, baby hair. hair. I, I do, but if <laughs> my hair is deceiving. That's hair like a baby Talk eagle. About Oh my. Oh wow. Let's get a picture of Oh don't Candy oh. Girl. Oh, oh look geez. at this right Me here. And my sister. So cute. This oh. is a girl you call No, it's not. It's a mess. This is a girl you call up and you go, hey, you want to go roller skating? Yeah. Psych. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> <laughs> look how frizzy my hair was. Is that you? My hair is natural state. Yes. But you know what? The eighties was a hard time for us because our hair was still trying to figure things it out. It didn't know what was it was like tumbling. All that was available for me was T C B products and sportin' waves. I liked sportin' waves. Do? You know you kinda Dippity look like Candace in this? What? Heavy D. You kind of look like Heavy oh, D. Oh, man. The girls, the girls, they love me. Cause I could have been Heavy D's daughter. Yeah. Diddly, 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 diddly. He was attractive. He was just overweight. He could move for a fat boy, too. No, that we have. Freckles in that picture? What? Your freckles in that picture? I do. I currently still have did, a few freckles. Did they come out when the sun gets you? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, my mom, because my mom has a lot of freckles. Oh, yeah. got freckles. Hereditary. Yeah. That's hereditary. It means you can get that skin cancer. Stop. It's that real I mean, you, you come Don't on and say real cousin me, things, Moses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'll be, I, I, I be, I, I be beating skin cancer, you know what I'm saying? I just rub my rhymes all over my skin. Dude. That shit's for real, son. You know what I'm saying? Word is bar, nigga. That's real talk. You know something? I have a, uh, a lot of people have been asking me, because Morgan Freeman calls into the show from time to time. It's mm. always good to speak with him. You know, he's a mm. accomplished actor, narrates everything. I think he'll he'll give his own eulogy at his funeral. Yeah. Candace's father. Yeah, yeah Candace's father. <laughs> yeah. I bet her father's so distinguished. I bet your dad is just so goddamn distinguished. He's probably just the type that I would perk up around. Like, I better pick you my dad. Yeah, you know. Like David Robinson. I didn't march for young niggas like you to <laughs> run around <laughs> letting your pants sag all down. And he's a Q, too. He's a Q? Yeah. Gosh, man. Is he really? Yeah. Damn. Oh, Omega. Mm-hmm. Um, I went, Should we start stepping? I, like, I, 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 I pledged half a keg of beer at my <laughs> half a keg of beer. Uh, but I'm a, so anyway, but Morgan Freeman's been kind of like, he's been wanting to come on. And so what I told him is I was like, he's a little long-winded and he's getting a little old and he's getting a little senile these days too. And so having him come in here is just too much on his back, coming up all these stairs. He was bitching about it. He said his sciatica, something like that. Yeah. So um, I let him, he's telling a story that he, he wants to share a story with us every week. And this one he wants to share about the, the, the first wigger to ever live the world's first wigger so you know anytime morgan freeman wants to share a story it's always good to have him by so let's go ahead and, and welcome mr freeman and he's going to go ahead and um let's start the story and see what he has this great country say. of ours oh, has mr. an ugly past a past that still echoes the hate and bigotry that has forever inhibited our daily subconscious that sounded nice didn't it when i said daily subconscious it did. anyhow this particular time of our country was fraught with turmoil it's 18 and 16, it's agriculturalists versus industrialists. Or in other words, slaves versus free men. See how I did that? Free man? Yes. <laughs> free man. I get it, Maureen. Let's go to a case in history where the sentiments of the South weren't shared by all of its denizens. No, sir. In fact, this young man in this tale is not only sympathetic to the plight of the black man, he's also empathetic, a rare virtue. We take you now to a plantation home in Georgia, circa mm. 1860. I can see it now. On the porch, the plantation residents sip lemonade mm -hmm. as Big Daddy holds court. 
praising the South, lambasting the North. He is flanked by his two debutante-to-be daughters. His wife is adorned in Victorian garb in the late summer. And here comes his son now, on his way to work. He's a teenage boy who hardly shares his father's view of politics or the world, for that matter. As a matter of fact, he thinks he's black. Let's take a listen. Why, the South will never die. Not as long as I have this here Tipperdale Dubois Dupree plantation and this here great South that I inherited from my beloved daddy, Mr. Jebediah Tipperdale Dubois Dupree, God rest his soul, who inherited it from his daddy before him, Mr. Longfellow Tipperdale Dubois Dupree. May God rest his soul as well. And someday, son, this will all be yours. That sounds real nice, Big Daddy. Oh. I just can't wait. Lordy, Lord, look at the time. I just can't tell time, but I know it's times to go to work. Bye. Gosh, well, that's a little bit of an inappropriate story right there. We're going to have to play the rest of that for you guys next week. Mr. Freeman will be back here. That's the Toby, the world's first wigger. I want to thank Candace Thompson for joining us on What's Good. As always, Vicky Pezza, my lovely yeah. secretary and assistant. Mr. Brian Moses and Brady Matthews, join us next week. We'll be here live. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Things just ain't the same for gangsters, times is changing, young niggas is aging, becoming OGs in the game and changing, to make way for these new names and faces, but the strangest things can happen from rapping when niggas get wrapped up in image and acting. Niggas get capped up and wrapped in plastic Zipped up in bags when it happens, that's it I've seen them come, I've watched them go Watched them rise, witnessed it and watched them blow Watched them all blossom and watched them grow Watched the lawsuits when they lost the dough Best friends and money, 